Hey everybody, it's ESPN Aloha Fan Friday, I like to say, and today we have a great guest because just recently, if you heard the news, the new voice for our own ESPN Honolulu for football, college football for University of Hawaii coming up this season. Long time you've heard his voice as the, he started off as sideline, then he got up to in the booth as the color commentator with Bobby Curran, but Bobby's going to be stepping down. So John will dial me. I guess moving a few inches over from play uh, color commentary <laughs> to play-by-play -play as a new play-by-play -play voice for UH football at ESPN Honolulu. John Veneri joining us. Hey, John, how's it going? Thanks. The, the, the new old voice, <laughs> right? The new old voice of, yeah. Old. Since I've, I've been doing it for 26 years now. But, that, that, yeah, it, this is a great honor. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate it. So it's 26 from the time you were sidelined all the way up until now. Is that the time frame? There was only one year in, in those 26 years uh, when my daughter, my youngest daughter was born that I took, a, took a, a year sabbatical, but I've been doing it ever since I've been in. Uh, and then since then I've been 12 years in the booth uh, traveling to every game. I've only missed one game uh, in the 26 years that I've been doing uh, this entire thing, and that was last year's bowl game. Oh, last no year's bowl game. That oh, was last no. year's. Uh, I take that back. Two years ago, bowl game, um, because last year's bowl game got canceled. But two, it was two years ago, the one in Texas. So my oh. brother ended up taking over for for me for that. And that's the other side of the package because your brother Mark, who has been also with radio doing high school football, and actually. Yeah was doing UH sideline for you guys for the past several seasons. Right, so now right. he will join you. He has a, he has a longer step up because he has to go all the way up the stadium. To yeah, yeah. Join yeah. you now as the color commentator. So that has to be overall even more exciting that the both of you are going to be the team doing UH football this season. Well, let me start by saying that I think it was, I think it was uh, the right move. Um, there are great candidates, um, and there was a short list. Um, and, and Mark, had, in fact, Mark could very easily be the best candidate for the play-by-play -play job because he's already done it. He's been doing it. Um, but I think that the natural progression was for me to move over as it was for Bobby when Bobby did the sidelines and then he was in the booth. I think the natural progression was for me for sidelines to color and then into play-by-play. -play. And, and, and they asked me, do you want the job? And um, I'm very thankful that Matt Apana, the general manager at ESPN Honolulu, was, uh, was, was gracious enough, gracious enough to, to think of me as, as the guy to, that can take this and run with it. Um, I also think that uh, it's very rewarding to know that they think that I can do it. Um, and, uh, you know, and I plan on and doing the best job that I can. There, uh, of course, is always that thought that, uh, well, he's never really done it. Well, I've been around it enough. And I think... Um, the, the moment that I was able to step in last year for Bobby uh, in an emergency situation during the Nevada game, that kind of made it click for me too and kind of uh, gave me the boost of confidence that says, hey, I think one day I could do this. That day came a lot sooner than I thought, and, and here we are. You know, I want to talk about that, last, that game last season when you filled in because I was kind of related to sports and overall, right? As a coach, you're, you're developing players, but at, some, at many points mm – -hmm. Players are going to start for the first time, and you will not know sure. exactly how they will perform under the lights, against the competition, your first time starting. I mean, the coaches are developing, and they're saying, okay, I think he's mm -hmm. ready, but you really don't know. 
And yet here right. this game came last season in which Bobby fell ill due to elevation elements. And then we had to make a snap decision. And there's John. Yeah. John, you're going to have to just do it. <laughs> and you're going to do the play. Well, play. Th there, I, I will say that there was a moment that there wasn't a John, you, you got to just go do it. There was a moment where they were saying, John, can you do it? Do, are you willing to do it? Um, so it wasn't like they were pressuring me out. I made the decision to continue to go ahead and, and continue the broadcast. Um, I said, yes, I will do it. Yes, I can do it. Or at least I thought I could do it. Um, and and uh, thankfully, I had the help of Nevada's sideline reporter who came up in and, uh, and, and offered his assistance during the emergency and said um, he, he could help out as a color guy. He's also a play-by-play -play guy in, in other sports. And so it worked pretty good. I, I, my, my main concern, I said to him, I said, I, I want you to do this with me. I want this, uh, but, I, but you have to know that I cannot have you be biased toward Nevada. I think your knowledge of Nevada will be very beneficial to this broadcast, but I cannot have you be biased. This is a Hawaii broadcast, and you need to just know that before we go on. And he was totally with it, and I thought he was totally professional. And I, he made me feel comfortable in my first time thrown into the fire, so to speak, mm -hmm. uh, in my first play-by-play -play gig, um, for at least for football. You know, it was funny because I was driving that day, you know. So the game, the broadcast was already in progress. I'm driving, and I said, oh, yeah, the game's on. And I turn it on. And, of course, I'm expecting to hear your voice. But then I right. hear your voice. Just not all the time. Right. And then, <laughs> and quickly, because I'm in the business, I realize John's doing play-by-play. -play. So I had no idea what was happening behind the scenes. And then I hear this second voice. And, it, and I'm, now I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm listening. Because I realize something has happened, um, obviously, with the personnel. And I'm waiting. You eventually, it's very quickly, actually, you, you mention his name. And you say he's from. And you even said a couple of times what happened. You set the stage and what happened mm -hmm. to Bobby. So everything was good. But I thought it was great. Because people think... People think that this is kind of easy. Oh, you can just go up there and it's football. Oh, they throw a pass down complete. But when you, the, prep, the preparation you guys got to make before a game and to suddenly mm -hmm. have the play-by-play -play, literally moments before a game not be available and you have to make this scramble. And you guys mm -hmm. sounded cohesive. Obviously, you're very articulate. And it was a good, great broadcast. And I was like, wow, this is something. I know the pressure that was going on behind the scenes and the scramble, but kudos to you. It was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. Again, um, my partner in that particular situation made it very easy on me, um, which is why um, I think my brother is a great fit. Uh, we're comfortable together. Mm -hmm. This is a dream thing for him to be able to not only be in the booth, but for us to be the first brothers broadcast, brotherhood broadcast yeah, yeah. Um, in college football history. There has been other family members that have done uh, shows, but never, you know, there's been a father and son even, but there's never been two brothers doing a, a college football broadcast. And so I'm, I'm super honored and very pleased that my brother will be joining me. And, I, and I'm going to be looking for looking and, and kind of falling on his shoulders to, to pick me up when, when things are, because I, I feel like that was my job too with Bobby. When, when the game was a little down, I, 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 I didn't just provide color, but maybe even a little humor. I, I, I just mm -hmm. was trying to be myself. Um, but this is an opportunity for me to kind of take over uh, and do the game the way 
I kind of want to do it, you know, and, and, and it's always been so that my 95 year old grandmother can understand what I'm saying, can understand the broadcast. And I'm kind of hoping that in this process, more folks will come back to radio and, and listen to a game that is full of color, full of uh, um, a vision and pictures that they can actually hear, but then uh, visualize. Um, and I want to be able to do that. I have been gifted with gab. I am Portuguese to the very <laughs> core. And um, I, I just want there, I want, I want one, my family to be proud. I want two, the players' families that are tuning in, that are listening uh, to, to hear and see what their kids are doing on the football field. And I want new fans to come to ESPN Honolulu and enjoy the football game as much as we do. This is my only team that I cheer for. I do not have an NFL team. Um, I am a University of Hawaii football fan to the core. Um, and it's been 32 years from being a player for five and 26 on the broadcast. Um, it's, this, is, this is what I live for. And so um, I'm super excited about this upcoming season. You know, you mentioned that you guys are the first brothers that will be as a broadcast team. But I was trying to think back of, you know, and I'm going nationally, of course, so there might be some local ones. But, you know, the concept of the, the former player being a color commentator, that's very common. You see it all over the place. Right, right. right. For, and for obvious reason, the insight, the experience, the history and all. But then there aren't, I couldn't come up with too many where a former player is the play-by-play. -play. I mean, there was Pat Summerall who would, Okay, he was a kicker. Okay, let's let's yeah. say that. Ooh, <laughs> I, you know, sorry, kickers. Um, no, and then it's okay. There was uh -huh. Who did it for a little bit with ABC? Um, yeah. But that uh, pathway has not occurred too much, and I always thought I wondered why, and probably because there is a different mm -hmm. element, a different skill set for the play-by-play -play component. But with your yeah. broadcast history with TV sports, and I was host of a TV show, and of course your entire career leading up to this point i mean you have been in the profession so my golly this is the, like you said this is perfect but it i think a play-by-play -play person with the experience that you have as a player and the history of the game and the knowledge mm -hmm. of the game more so would enhance the broadcast well i'm hoping that's the case i'm hoping that you know here's what i'm hoping because i really don't know and i and I'm going to be quite honest with you and whoever's watching this podcast um, or listening to it. I, I'm, I haven't quite figured out what my identity as the play-by-play -play announcer will be. I have three months <laughs> to figure that out. Uh, not quite three months even. Yeah. Um, I have some time to figure it out. I kind of think I kind of have an idea of, of what it'll sound like, but when it boils down to it, the play-by-play -play guy really especially radio radio differs so much from television there can be down moments in television there can be silent moments in television where the where the the video and the tv actually lets you see what's going on and hear the action and it kind of does your job for you um but in radio it's it's much different you have to go every step of the way because the listener cannot see it and so clearly right i mean we're, we're talking in it's obvious you have to walk them through what's going on and so i think i can do that um i'm pretty sure i can do that and i'm and i'm and i'm hoping that folks can follow along with me i do talk fast sometimes 
Um, and I and there will be times where I'm going to have to speed through it between no huddles and and personnel changes. There's going to be there's going to be moments where I need to go quicker than normal. Um, but I'm also going to need to figure out how to do that, deliver what's going on in the field at a, at a time where people need to be able to understand what I'm saying. And so, and also those that don't quite listen to football all the time need to also understand. So I'm still working that out with myself. Um, it, it, it'll be, and it might be an ongoing type thing. I, I, you know, even over the last 26 years and whichever medium I'm doing, uh, whether it's radio or, or my television gig, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. And, and I'm always trying to be better every day. Like, I mean, it's the player in me. I want to be better, not just for myself, but for those that are following me. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's what's helped me keep my job. My entire adult life has been spent both at ESPN Honolulu and at KHON. And so I, I think there's something to be said about that. And I feel very blessed to be able to say that. Um, kind of like a franchise player, I suppose. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm so excited to start listening to you guys. Now, you've you've been juggling, like you just mentioned, uh, your your TV with KHON. You're the host of Live yeah. 808. You got um, Sam Choi's show. Is that still going, right? That is still going strong. Seven right? and a half years now. And yep. you've been doing uh, UH football, but now you're going to be in a different role. But does the different role as play-by-play -play suddenly make your schedule a little bit more challenging i don't know more time consuming i will say that what you're saying right now was a concern and let me just go ahead and tell everybody because a lot of people are like wow he's very busy um i have you know i have a blended family i have three adult children um two of which one is graduating this saturday uh, one is in college thank you uh one is in college one is already graduated from college um we, we have a blended family like i said uh and between my morning gig, which I'm at right now, I'm actually working right now. I get in very early. I wake up at 3.30 every morning. Um, I work out in the morning before I come to work. And then I get started because I like to take my time going through today's show. There's entertainment stories. There's local stories. There's business stories. But in all the busyness, there's, there's moments um, that I have downtime. And my schedule doesn't really change from day to day. If I'm doing Living It Away, then I'm doing Living It Away. If I'm doing Sam Choi's in the Kitchen, then I do Living It Away. And then I remove myself from the Living It Away duties to go shoot and film Sam Choi's in the Kitchen. There's traveling involved. Um, but but KHON and my general manager here has been gracious enough to allow me to take my vacations throughout the football schedule and, and, and go on the trips that I need to go on for UH football. And so... Yes, it appears most of the time I'm busy because I'm on TV six days a week. But thankfully, the station has allowed me to not lose my own life in, in this whole, you know, two shows, radio show, uh, uh, personal appearances, emceeing events. It's all part of the gig, but it doesn't take away. There are some long days, but it's for the most part, it's, it's, a, it's a little deceptive. Um, we try to pack it all into my work day. And so that I'm very, I'm very thankful for. Um, they don't overwork me and they treat me very well. And I have a lot of fun doing those shows. Will it change with my new radio position? It does not change. It, 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 the only thing that changes is I spend a little more time preparing. Um, I spent quite a bit of time preparing as the color guy. 
but throughout the broadcast and and what I, you know a lot of that information gets lost so now here here's uh, the the former student although it's been a long time since I've been in school the former student I, I think I'm pretty organized and so by doing games after the Nevada game the way I thought I needed to do I have learned what I need as a broadcaster to be prepared for a football game and so I think that experience while stressful and super uh frustrating at times helped me become a better broadcaster even in the latter part of this you know the, the 20 my 25th year and so now uh going into my 26th year is it 26 or is it 27 i'm lost and there's just so um i there will be more time to uh in the afternoons where i'm gonna have to study the opponent but once the season starts rolling you kind of already know hawaii players um you just kind of update information I will also be depending on my brother. My brother is very good at that kind of stuff. And he's very, very particular on having certain information on his boards. And so I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to his, uh, his guidance in this new role for me. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations again. Now, thank you. I, it seems like anytime you talk about college football and college sports in general, there's the concept mm -hmm. of name, image, and likeness. Did you ever think like as a former player, like, by golly, I wish this concept was there when I was there and the opportunities I oh. might have had back then. Oh, that's so funny that you asked that. Yes, it comes up a lot. I'm thinking to myself, who, who would actually sponsor me? And I couldn't think of anybody. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't think. Maybe a cereal like Captain Crunch. I mean, I really don't know. Um, I, I'm really happy for the players. It's a long time coming. Uh, it causes a lot of problems, but it's also very good for, for and fair. It's, it's, I, you know, if they figured out a way to be fair to the players. You know, it's funny because in 1992, we went to the Holiday Bowl. In 1993, that college football game on Sega actually had me playing slot back. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I could have maybe actually made some money then. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, you know, it's like maybe Sega. I don't know. That's some money I wouldn't mind having. But uh, what? Uh, some kind of maybe... Uh, ben Gay or, or like a uh, Tiger Bomb or Icy Hot. Those would be fabulous. Uh, Sato Hop. Those are the those are the brands that I can for, I can see myself being sponsored by with all the darn uh, injuries that I've I've sustained and all the all the pain that I still live through. Um, those things would be kind of uh, those would be good to have in the medicine cabinet uh, oh, and free and free and then get paid on top of that. Yeah, that'd be great. That's the best of both worlds. All right, John, <laughs> let's get to some serious question here because I've been okay, dying to talk to someone who can be in my realm. And that is, what did you think about, as diehard Star Wars fans, what do you think Ooh. about Kenobi? Did you see the first episode of Kenobi? I've seen the first two. Um, I know the third one's out. I have not watched the third episode. I'm super excited about it. It is a really good series. Um, the second episode was awesome. I can't wait to watch it. I'm sad that it's only six, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not rushing to watch the third episode because I kind of savor, you know. I, I, it, you know I, I, I didn't watch Boba Fett right away. I waited until all, all the, uh, the episodes were out before I wa started watching it, and then I binge-watched it, and I was sad it was over. And then I couldn't wait for Kenobi to come out, and now it's just amazing. It's in an amazing series. I'm so happy that they're kind of filling in the gaps with these series. 
I think there is going to be a Mandalorian 3. Did you hear that? Or yep. did you read that? Yes, there will. There will be. There will be an Ahsoka series, um, which is great. And uh, for, for those that don't know, Ahsoka Tano was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan mm -hmm. um, or his student. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm looking forward to that series. What I really like is that um, they're filling in the gaps, but they're also kind of closing, closing the gaps between all the different uh, genre, not genres, but uh, between comic books and cartoons and movies. They're closing that gap. And they're actually overlapping in some cases. And so we're seeing a lot of stuff that maybe you might have seen in Clone Wars or Knights of the Old Republic. And they're putting that into Star Wars, uh, into these Star Wars series. They're, they're, they're taking some of the information from different books and comics and they're, they're putting it in these series and they're, it's live action. So it's really cool to see some characters that we see in comic books or even that we read about in books into these shows and through these movies. It's awesome. I'm, it's a Star Wars fan's uh, dream come true. Uh, I'm also a Trekkie. I don't have Paramount Plus, but I understand some like the discovery and new worlds and all that is really cool. So I'm looking forward to maybe even buying that on the seasons when the season's done on like Apple TV or something. Yeah, I'm a Trekkie too. I was debating about getting that because yeah, Discovery. I can't. I haven't seen Discovery, so I want to yeah. be able to catch all of them. I even go back to Voyager and I just rewatch it. Next generation, right, right. rewatch it just to I'm get my fix. I'm I'm still trying to catch up on Cobra Kai, man. <laughs> and, and now Stranger Things, I'm still in season two of Stranger Things. I'm still in season two of Ozark. It's like, you know, the, but there will be times on an airplane flying to, say, Michigan or something that I'll have some couple hours to watch some series. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. That'll be your time into weaving all of that stuff. Yep. Your family man, KHON, Living 808, Sam Choi. But I want I, I to say, I want to say real quick, not only is my, my, my job here at KHON super supportive of what I do, my family has been awesome. And now they'll be, be able to support me and my brother doing football. And how awesome is that? So it's so incredibly uh, cool. There are those haters out there. I know there are, but there's been so much support from, from folks writing in, folks calling and texting me, um, and, and folks even writing in on the message boards here at KHON in support of, of this move um, that I'm so thankful for all the support from everybody. And, uh, particularly at ESPN, Chris, Josh Pacheco, Matt, Matt Apana. Gary has been great. Um, you know, Bobby Kern has been awesome. Uh, and, and now, you know, my, of course, my family and my family here at Cage One. Everybody's been super supportive. And thank you for, uh, for being one of my first interviews. All right. Hey, but I think I agree. You were the best choice for this. And I'm so glad. I'm so excited to be listening to you in football coming up this season. Good luck to the brotherhood in the booth with the Venary yep. Brotherhood. And thanks for coming on the episode today for Fan Friday. Absolutely. It'll be a brotherhood broadcast all season long. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> all right. Take care.